Hi, friends. It's another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. What do you think of when someone uses the phrase cheater? I think of a playground like back in the day when um, one of the worst insults was to call someone a cheater. And probably the insults that kids use now on a playground are much more harsh and worse, but that's what I recall. And that was kind of like the worst thing to say to someone. So it's really interesting to me that so many women give themselves permission to have a cheat day or a cheat meal. It seems ironic that we're willing to call ourselves cheaters, but if that were kids or when we were kids, that insult just wouldn't fly or make us feel good. Anyway, let's break down the cheat day a little bit and what it is, and is it helpful or harmful? There's one topic that comes up over and over when I work with women, either individually or in the group setting, and that is emotional eating. Because of this, I've completely revamped my emotional eating course, the one that I created about a year ago. Now I'm adding some bonuses, including a workbook to guide you through the process, as well as some meditations and additional bonus about mindful eating. This is really the course that gives you the tools to kick emotional eating to the floor once and for all. Many of my clients say they want to feel more in control of their food choices. But once you understand emotional eating patterns, their triggers and the habits, it's more of a freedom that you experience once you experience this. And that freedom is incredible. For example, one client described a lifting of a weight that she had carried around with her since she was in middle school. This has opened up space for her to return to the workforce, and she says she does not remember ever feeling that happy. Many of us feel that we're a victim of emotional eating, and we don't have to be. To get us to that food freedom that we're seeking, it's important to understand that emotional eating and really understand the strategies of how to address it. It doesn't involve being stricter with yourself. I know you've tried that and it absolutely doesn't work. Check the link in the show notes for more information. This is something I know 100% in my heart is going to help so many women and right now, I'm offering some incredible bonuses, so go check that out too. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in.
pretty sure you're familiar with the term cheat day or cheat meal. Basically, a cheat meal is a planned meal that includes really indulgent foods that wouldn't ordinarily be permitted on your diet. Whereas a cheat day is when you allow yourself to consume any foods that you want over an entire day. I think you guys probably know where I stand, but it kind of makes me cringe when I hear that term cheat day. Not because I, I have this image of people like, you know, shoving any food that they can get their hands on into their mouths, but more because it's really a term that is so strongly rooted in diet culture and it places food in a very good or bad category. So either one or the other, it's good or bad, yes or no, black or white. You know, it's kind of like we give it morality. We assign our food morality when we do this, and it can really trigger those unhealthy eating behaviors. The problem with this kind of black or white thinking is that, you know, like I said, we're putting foods in that good or bad category. And that really sets us up for a lot of guilt that we might feel when we might eat one of those foods that we've designated as bad. It gives us a lot of guilt and can result in unhealthy kind of binge eating, that type of thing. And when we're giving the phrase cheat, obviously that's associating it with a bad food. So one of the things we really want to do and what I like to do when I'm working with people is trying to get them to see food as neutral. It's really only the value that we're giving it that makes a food good or bad. If you think about a donut and if you think about a cherry or an orange, they are just foods. And it's just our society and our opinions and the humanness of us that gives them that weighted value as being a better food or a worse food. And we really want to start to think of them as just neutral and just food so that eventually we can focus more on fuel and how our bodies feel and react to certain foods. All right. So overeating or a cheat day, a cheat meal can really result in excess calorie intake. And when we do this, when we kind of overeat like this, it's often followed by feelings of guilt and shame that's associated with the diet cycle in general. This then kind of continues and perpetuates the diet cycle because we really think, oh my goodness, I need to buckle down on my diet even more this week. Some folks say that it really leads into further disordered eating as well. More so, I promote folks focusing on a positive relationship with food and just healing their relationship with food, their bodies, their weight, all of that. And so I like to forego and get rid of this concept of the cheat day. It can really help you start to have that food neutral mindset. And it can also take away the guilt that's associated with cheat days or meals and 
also get rid of the yo-yo dieting cycle that might follow. So here are some healthier strategies. Eat your favorite treats as it makes sense. Don't designate certain days that you're quote unquote allowed to eat certain foods. So make it a point to try and enjoy the food as it comes about, as you have the opportunity on any random day. Since many people plan a cheat day on a weekend, by easing that mindset that the foods are available to you at all times, then it's more okay to eat them when you choose. And then the food doesn't have the power over you. This can greatly decrease. And therefore, there's a lot less guilt. And what happens, funnily, is that you end up having a much more naturally balanced diet. It's a pretty cool thing. All right. So second, honor your cravings. Instead of feeling like you're giving into a food craving or that it's ruining your diet, our bodies have a unique way of telling us what we need. So we should be really good listeners and understand our cues and our intuition and know how to fuel it well and know how to enjoy these foods that your body is wanting. And finally, think of nourishment. Nourishment is one of my favorite words, but we also want to think of it as fuel. This is like just how we're kind of treating our bodies well. And when it comes to food, it means that sometimes the most nourishing choice is to add more vegetables to our plate. And other times it's to add a cookie to our plate. Both are good. Both are nourishing. And different times we need both of those options. But having that open mindset and being flexible to what you need is a really good way to take care of your body. The bottom line is that we want to cultivate a really positive relationship with food that doesn't involve guilt or specific diets, good foods, bad foods. So ditching the cheat day is a really good first step. If you struggle to get out of that restrictive mindset culture, you know, hop on a call with me and we can chat it out and start to get you there so that you can take a non-diet approach because really no food should be off limits. In the end, a cheat day or a cheat meal doesn't get you to your ultimate goal of experiencing long-term weight loss and the food freedom that I really want you to experience. I believe cheat days only cheat yourselves. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I received and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.